0: The passage this morning is the parable of the sower, Matthew 13 verses 13 until 23. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the lake. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat in it while all the people stood on the shore. Then he told them many things in parables, saying, a farmer went out to sow his seed, Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil, where it produced a crop, a hundred, sixty or thirty times what was sown. Whoever has ears, let them hear. The disciples came to him and asked, why do you speak to the people in parables? He replied, because the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of heaven has been given to you, but not to them. Whoever has will be given more, and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. This is why I speak to them in parables. Though seeing, they do not see. Though hearing, they do not hear or understand. In them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah. You will be ever hearing, but never understanding. You will be ever seeing, but never perceiving. For this people's heart had become calloused. Listen then to what the parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. This is the seed sown along the path. The seed falling on rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. But but since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. The seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke choke the word, making it unfruitful. But the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. This is the one who produces a crop yielding 160 or 30 times what was sown. Over lockdown 1.0, I did a weekly Bible study with my dad, sister and brother-in-law where we looked at the different parables Jesus taught. I found it a super helpful way to deepen my understanding of who Jesus is and his teachings about the Christian life. So I'm quite pleased to have been given a parable to share this morning. The parable of the sower is the first parable that Jesus teaches in Matthew's Gospel. Jesus is in the heart of his ministry, healing and teaching throughout Israel, and he has just been through a period of intense criticism, criticism from the Pharisees and teachers of the law. Yet we see in verse 2 that such large crowds gathered around him, Despite opposition, Jesus' actions are drawing people in, and here we see Jesus changing his communication style to the use of parables. The definition of a parable is, according to Google, a simple story used to illustrate a moral or spiritual lesson, as told by Jesus in the Gospels. In verse 13, we learn why Jesus uses this method of communication. He is likely to be responding or referring to his critics who have ears that do not hear and eyes that cannot see. We can be encouraged in verse 16 where Jesus says to his disciples, But blessed are your eyes because they see and your ears because they hear. Jesus loves his disciples and is pleased to be able to share the the secrets of the kingdom of heaven with them. And that is the same for us today. We are blessed because our eyes have been opened. The parable of the sower tells of a farmer who goes out and uh, scatters his seed. The the seeds fall on different types of ground, and this determines what happens to the seed. I must confess that I had previously interpreted this parable incorrectly. I grew up in church, but didn't come to my own faith until my early 20s, and in a beginner's guide to Christianity-style Bible study, I was amazed to find out that the seed is actually God's word and not us as people. In my childhood years, I had always thought that this parable was God throwing people around and they either withered or grew depending on the ground they fell. I suppose I wasn't totally far off, but I was missing the importance of God's word and that we need this to be sown into our hearts in order to grow. I'm pleased to say that the secrets of the kingdom have now been revealed to me and I have ears to understand. So let's look at the four different types of ground that Jesus talked about. The seed along the path. The server scatters the seed, but before it can be understood, the devil snatches it away and the person's heart remains hard. We know that the devil is a liar and a deceiver, so he loves to distract us from the truth of the kingdom and to call into question the goodness of God. This could be how we saw the devil tempting Jesus after his baptism and saying, if you are really the son of God, why don't you? Similarly, the devil can say to us, if God is really who he says he is, why doesn't he? This can keep our hearts hard and distant. The seed on rocky ground. Jesus tells us that some may receive the word with great joy, but as there is no root, it does not take hold for long, and they fall away. Note that Jesus says, when trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they fall away. Perhaps he means that when Christian life becomes a bit too challenging or too sacrificial, the word loses its appeal and the believer falls away. The seed on thorny ground We hear about another type of ground which receives the word, but it is surrounded by the world's worries and distractions, so it does not grow and bear fruit. Jesus is saying that although he has come to bring freedom and good plans, the worries that come with living in a fallen world, as well as the deceitfulness of worldly wealthiness that can stop the word of God growing in our lives and making a difference. The final type of ground is the good soil, in which the word is heard and understood, leading to the person bearing much fruit and yielding a crop. As a sower would desire their seed to grow into big and fruitful plants, Jesus longs for us to grow up into the likeness of him, and for his word to be sown to soft hearts that are open to his teachings, willing to follow him despite all temptation, trouble, worry and deceit. This is the fruit of the Christian life, which is visible to people around, and therefore the crop is multiplied as the source of one's joy and contentment is found in Jesus. Uh, I wonder how this parable sits with you today. Which ground do you currently relate to? Are you finding it easy to trust Jesus, or is it difficult? Do you feel stagnant in your Christian life, or are you in a season of growth? Be encouraged that however you feel today, Jesus is your sower and he is willing you to grow and multiply. Keep talking to him and ask for a soft heart and good soil for his word to make a difference in your life today. Perhaps also Jesus is preparing his disciples before they head out on their ministry. The word will fall on different types of ground as they go and preach. So he is saying to not become discouraged if they do not see immediate fruit we can be encouraged that even Jesus' words did not always bear fruit when preaching the gospel. So it is not in our own strength that others will receive on good soil, but let's keep praying that it will. Thank you, Rachel. So today we're praying for good soil, good soil in our own lives, that we trust Jesus, that he is enough for us. In our families' lives, that they learn to rely on him in everything. Good soil for the young people in this generation that they are not lost as the media calls them, but they are found in Jesus. Good soil for everyone doing Alpha at HTC and on all other courses where people are trying to search for the truth that they hear and understand. For our nation to have soft hearts open to God's word. Thank you for listening to HTC Daily.